Welcome back, you son of a bitches. Uh, welcome to Wednesday Night Walker with me, Dean Motherfucking Walker, uh, aka The Reaps, aka The Reaper, aka Dean, aka Jeff. If you want to call me by my real name, please don't. Uh, I'm sorry, Damon, I took your AKA shit. You know what? Damon probably won't even listen to this. He doesn't listen to a lot of my Wednesday Night Walkers. We got some beef about that. He, uh, you know, we got to support one another here. I listen to Marking Out, not just because I'm on it, because I want to hear Damon and Neil's beautiful, beautiful voices. And, uh, you know, uh, Damon doesn't want to listen to mine. So uh, that's cool. Hey, Damon, if you're listening to this, shoot me a text. Uh, and say that you uh, <laughs> that you actually listen to it. Oh shit. Okay. Um. So, I I, I first want to get into Raw, and like I said before, this isn't about the week of wrestling, like kind of what we do in marking out on our Saturdays. It's it that's totally different. I get it, but I do want to bring up just a few things. Uh, the first one, the first first thing is Seth Rollins. You got, and I don't talk about Seth all the time just because he's my trainer, blah, blah, blah. I talk about him because I was interested in his storyline. Uh, if he's doing really garbage shit on TV and you're going to hear less about him, I don't, uh, I don't pick favorites. Uh, but you, you know, it's the whole, uh, Vince McMahon meeting thing. It's, uh, it didn't disappoint me. Uh, I kind of like the whole, you know, Seth Rollins acting like the Joker. I feel like that's who he is. I feel like he he took a lot from the Joker, which is dope. I love the Joker. Uh, so I'm into it. And if he didn't or didn't mean to, uh, then you know, so be it. But that's what I take from it, and I enjoy it. Uh, but anyway, with, uh, with what he's doing and how Vince is like, oh, you'll find out at WrestleMania, right? If you guys didn't watch Raw, that's what happened. Vince was like... You know, we need Seth Rollins in the show. I, I don't know how it happened. I don't know how you didn't get on, but you but you need to be on the show. And, and you, you definitely need to be in the main event. You need to be in some main event. He was kind of talking to himself a little bit. Uh, uh, Vince was talking to himself a little bit, kind of like being like, I can't believe this happened. You know, that kind of stuff. And uh, and Rollins was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's, what's going on? Who's my opponent? And he's like, you'll find out when they announce you. Uh, annou- not announce you fucking announce the uh the guy coming out to the ring right so you know everyone was uh not everyone i i saw a select few comments were like it might be omas what about omas he doesn't have one yet and i knew lashley was coming back to raw um from what i heard that he was coming back and i was like he's gonna definitely if omas isn't gonna be on mania with lashley then he's gonna be on uh, fuck, what are they coined it, uh, SmackDown WrestleMania, or WrestleMania SmackDown, or some shit, uh, they turn, they turn WrestleMania into, to a two-night, uh, weekend, right, and now they turn WrestleMania into a, a whole fucking week of Raw WrestleMania, WrestleMania Raw, whatever the hell, uh, to WrestleMania SmackDown, to two nights of WrestleMania, the pay-per-view, or the special live event, or whatever the hell they want to talk about it, whatever they want to call it, I mean, um, 
you know, but so I didn't think it would be Omas versus Rollins. It didn't make any sense. I knew it was going to be Cody. We all knew it was going to be Cody. We all knew that he got signed. Uh, I think it's cool. I think it's interesting that I, I love a story that they made themselves, but they didn't become the stars that they were in WWE. They, they, they left, they came back better than ever, you know, like Lashley, right? He was a pretty, uh, a pretty decently pushed guy, mostly for ECW back in the day. And then he came back after making himself, um, on the like indies, like, uh, impact and all that kind of crap. Uh, not crap, you, you know what I mean, etc. I'll just say etc. It's it's a little bit more respectful. Uh, <laughs> but you know he made himself on the uh, Indies Impact, etc. And uh, he came back and he was better than ever. And now he's one of the top guys. Uh, I can't say the same for Drew McIntyre, who is in a just a very bland, boring feud uh but i'm 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 okay with mcintyre doing something else for right now because you know for those who love mcintyre we get to see him on tv and for those who who hate mcintyre they get to to just take a bathroom break during his quick match with uh with riddick moss or happy moss the fuck is his name madcap moss whatever i don't know uh i think all three of those guys they're very talented guys they're they're great i love them you know they're good uh it's just what they're doing is not good uh it's it's not fun not everything can be fun not everything can be interesting to everyone i'm sure there's a select few who enjoy it uh i'm not one of those guys but uh but like i said you know it's my bathroom break or i go do something and uh, anyway, I, I can't watch, I can't watch Raw Live just because I love to skip through those matches and I love to skip through the commercials and it, ta- it takes, you know, from three hours down to maybe 40 minutes of what I actually watch, which is usually the intro of, uh, of Raw, which is somebody talking or a, a promo setting something up. It's something that you should probably watch, um, to kind of figure out what's going on for the episode. And, uh, you know, a match or two or a promo or two here and there, and that's about it. And then I kind of just delete the uh, thing off my DVR and move on. So, but, you know, with the podcast, I'm trying to watch everything, and it's, it's, it feels like the worst job ever. I can't, I cannot, I almost fall asleep. I'm not, I'm not one to fall asleep on the couch. I have to be very, very comfortable in my bed, but to fall asleep on my couch during raw I almost do that I almost do that every single week now it's it is so tiring because I mean I work all day and I come home and then I you know get my laptop and take the notes and do all this stuff and I'm telling you man by like 8 30 I'm wiped out I'm ready to go to bed because it's just it's not exciting raw is not as exciting uh, and then they traded a lot of the SmackDown guys to Raw because SmackDown was doing better. And they couldn't have that. So now SmackDown kind of isn't that great either. So you got both shows that aren't that great. You got NXT that just has good talent. And it's interesting just to watch it. 
for the talent and to see, you know, kind of what's going on, if that's what you're into. It's kind of watching, like, uh, college football, you know, uh, versus the NFL. It kind of feels like that. You know, you kind of look at the up-and-coming stars or the guys who you don't think will make it, uh, or you look at guys and you go, they'll be great for maybe Ring of Honor or Impact, but I don't think they're, you know, ready for WWE or something like that. Uh, and I'm not hating on Ring of Honor or Impact because uh, there's a lot of workhorses over there, but it's just, you know, a bigger stage. Maybe you're not ready for it and all that kind of stuff. And you kind of just, that's why I like NXT. And of course, like I would love to have the uh, opportunity to go to NXT so I can work on promos. I can work on my character. Hopefully Dean Walker can stick because uh, that'd be very interesting if they take that away. And I become, like I mentioned, you know, in previous episodes, doing the clown three. You know what I'm saying? Like I could be anything and I really hope not. Uh, I can be I can be comedic, I can be fun, lighthearted, uh, I can be serious, I can be the worst person you've ever met, I can be the you know the the greatest heel. That's fine. I can be versatile, but I really want Dean Walker to stick. It needs to stick. So I'm I'm hoping for it. I'm rooting for it. Jeff Carter was a thing of the past. Uh, if I need to bring Jeff Carter back, I don't mind it. Jeff Carter's fine. I love the name. It means a lot to me because it's my well, I my real name Jeff, but Carter, it's a, it's a name that means some, some bit to me, and it, uh, you know, anyway, moving on from that, because uh, I don't want to get into that yet, uh, I don't know, Raw was okay, there really wasn't too much going on, uh, there was not enough going on, I feel like for a WrestleMania card, uh, and I'm sorry, for, for the week of WrestleMania, it's, you expected more, they tied a lot of things together, but you expected a lot, lot more. Uh, out of the week. So I, I commend them for tying up a lot of things or creating a match or two, but uh, it just wasn't uh, wasn't as exciting as you thought it'd be. So I don't know. Uh, real real quick before I get into uh, the actual episode, the whole Ty Conte thing and, uh, and Sammy Guevara, they're both very talented, but for some reason what they're doing is rubbing me the wrong way. I don't know why. And it's not, it's not like that heel part of me where it's like okay like they're 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 being kind of heelish they're being a little annoying I get it it's not that I for some reason just kind of hate what they're doing to the point where I just don't give a shit um and I feel bad because both of them are really good I just feel like you know what I think it is you if you watch AW Weekly if you've watched for a little bit at least if you remember, uh, we had Sammy Guevara proposing to his girlfriend in the ring, in the ring, live on TV, uh, and you know she said yes, and it was a very cute moment. And I don't think his girlfriend is anyone you know famous like in the wrestling world. I think she's just a regular person. And I don't know, it was cute. It was uh, it was cute that they did that. Uh, it was a nice little moment for TV. And then, you know, uh, the whole, like, Sammy and, you know, Ty getting kind of close and all of that shit. And you you watched it on TV and you were kind of like, uh, that's weird. Or you watch, like, BTE and you were like, uh, they're they're a little close. Maybe they're just good friends. And uh, you felt felt awkward. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, I kind of felt for his girlfriend a little bit. I was like, I can't, you know, even want to comprehend how she feels about this it's uh it's it's a little messed up i think it's a little messed up that they went public so soon 
after he, you know, broke it off with his then fiance, and then after going public pretty soon, he also went into a storyline with Ty about being all sexual and shit on TV. I don't know. I think it just it leaves a bad taste in my mouth, and I, I think it's a little too real. Uh, I, you know, I'm sure a lot of people don't give a shit, uh, but from the comments I've seen, I've seen a lot of people who agree with me about this. Uh, it's uh, it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. So that's something I wanted to bring up, and uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think it's time to move on. Time to move on to Coffee Talk, baby. That's right. I know everybody loves Coffee Talk. And as I said before, it is the number one podcast segment in all of the America, in all of the North American continent, in all of the world. It is taking over, man. It is taking over. Coffee Talk is the greatest of all time by your host, the greatest of all time, Dean Walker, baby. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, that is obnoxious. Okay, uh, so this morning, right? Not not like you guys have asked, but this morning I had the dentist, and I needed to get some work done, right? And I had a nice little coffee, and I was like, "Oh shit, I'm having coffee now. I'm gonna need a second cup because I'm gonna film my episode when I get back home." And I need coffee talk. So for you people, for all of you, I went out and I ordered some coffee in a drive-thru for this. Because I needed to make sure that I had another cup on hand, ready to go, hot and ready for this. For this phenomenal ASMR coffee sip that kind of sounds like a bong a little bit. But let me take another one. It totally sounds like I'm hitting a bong. Um, so what you're hearing right now, what you're hearing is some some McCafe. I don't go to McDonald's too often. I'm more of a Wendy's guy. Go ahead. Send me some hate comments if you want. McDonald's is okay. I think it's uh, overhyped. I think it's way overhyped. Wendy's is the way to go. And if I'm feeling a little frisky, I go to Taco Bell. But it's mostly those two. Shout out. Shout out Chick-fil-A and uh, Raisin Cane's. I love my chicken too. But uh, Wendy's, Taco Bell, greatest, greatest fast food places of all time. Uh, But McDonald's breakfast, it is fucking delicious, man. That is, by the way, Wendy's breakfast is pretty fucking good. But it makes me feel like absolute shit, which is funny because McDonald's breakfast doesn't make me feel that bad. It's the Wendy's breakfast, which you would think McDonald's would because it's, you know, always the worst place to eat, right? So, I don't know. It's kind of weird, but McDonald's breakfast is so good and I uh, got some of that. Got some McCafe on my way home from the dentist and uh, so, yeah, that's that's what you're that's what you're listening to right now. And I'm actually using uh, vanilla cream just a little bit. Uh, I ordered the coffee black because for some reason their cream at McDonald's just tastes not great. So, I just ordered it black. Threw a little dash of my own vanilla cream in there. And uh, pretty good shit. It's pretty good shit. I like I like their their coffee. Like I said, I like their coffee, just not not their cream. I don't know what I don't know what it is about their cream. 
I'm just not a fan of it at all. Um, and so more about coffee talk, right? More about coffee. I had, uh, I had bought, what is it like a, like a 96 or 80 count or something super obnoxiously high of K cups. And I didn't mean to, I was just shopping at the store. Right. And they had, they had that much in a little box for like 1999 and, and I stopped, right. I halted in my tracks. You could see the skid marks behind my shoes because I saw that good of a deal, right? So I stop and I look at it and it's a Christmas box. Like it's like, uh, like it has like uh, peppermint mocha, caramel, and yes, it's caramel, not caramel, you fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> and you got, you got a fucking, uh, geez, now I forgot. You got some regular coffee in there too. Uh, you got cinnamon, fucking, uh, uh, mocha, uh, with nut in it. I don't know. Whatever. The point is, it was a good deal because it was out of season. I bought it like a couple weeks ago. Obviously, it ain't Christmas anymore, but, uh, coffee doesn't go bad that quick. So I snagged that, almost got two of them, uh, cause that's, that's a great deal. So, uh, shout out to Jewel Osco. If you live in the Illinois area, uh, I think if you live out there, it's like Albertsons or some shit. Um, anyway, oh, by the way, eh, nah, it's not time for that story. I'll bring, I'll bring that up later about Jewel. Um, so let's see, let's see. Oh, hazelnut creamer. Can I just, I, I have, I have beef with hazelnut creamer. I think my WrestleMania match is, uh, Dean Walker versus hazelnut cream that's really hard to say for some reason dean walker versus blah blah dean walker versus hazelnut cream you know i think i'm the only jackass who couldn't pronounce that uh sentence so um it's it's just it's too damn powerful man when i take a sip when i take a sip of my most delicious coffee right I just want to enjoy it. I want to enjoy every sip. And hazelnut, I think you need like the tiniest little dash of cream. Because, good lord, it is the most overpowering taste I've ever had in my life. And it tastes awful when it's like that. If it's just a little bit, it ain't that bad. And uh, I'm not a guy who goes for hazelnut cream. But Starbucks... um. They offer, you know, uh, bottles of cream, right, next to your Coffee Mate, next to your International Delight, all of that kind of stuff, and they have sugar-free options. I try to eliminate as much sugar as I can from my diet uh, for health reasons. You know, I just want to stay healthy, but also for physique, I want to try to get as much sugar away, and also, like, I think my addiction is sugar, uh, <laughs> so I try my best to not have it as often. And for some reason, I just can't do um, hazelnut cream. They had a hazelnut cream sugar-free uh, thing. And I was like, that's fine. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll try it. Because usually I get like a, uh, what was it, a caramel macchiato cream that's sugar-free. Um, sometimes I'll get the sugar-free one that's, uh, I think, just vanilla. I don't know. I, I can't remember. But I didn't know that they had sugar-free until uh, not too long ago. 
from Starbucks. So I would always get like sugar-free coffee mate, but coffee mate has like all the oils in it. And it just, I know it's probably not the best for you because it's like, I think some sort of oil is like their number one ingredient, kind of gross. You would expect it to be, you know, milk or almond milk, whatever you do. Uh, and not oil. It's kind of weird. So I try my best to stay away from coffee mate, but I mean, their stuff tastes good. You know, I'm not saying it doesn't. But, uh, you know, maybe some caramel cream. I'll do some of that. And uh, I don't know. That's my, that's my beef with Coffee Talk. Uh, so let's get into the episode. Um, we're going to take a short uh, break from our sponsors. But before we do, um, this episode, I wanted to talk a lot about a question that I got, which is, where would I be if not professional wrestling, right? Uh, and then the other thing is you guys... You guys voted. I had 100% votes for keeping uh, the weekly journal entries from my training with Seth Rollins. So I'm definitely going to keep that in. I think it's going to finish off every episode of Wednesday Night Walker. So this time will be journal entry number three. My first bump in the ring. Pretty fucking cool shit, man. Uh, so y'all y'all spoke up. I'm listening. I always read everything that you guys send in, all all the comments. So keep it coming. I'm um, I'm all ears. I'm all I'm trying to please you guys. I'm not. I'm doing this podcast for me, but also for you, mostly for you. <laughs> so, which whatever you guys want to talk about or or see, send me it. Send me it at the uh, email, which you'll you know see at the end or tweet it, whatever the case may be. And I wanted to thank you guys so much for uh, our our high amount of likes on Instagram. Our Instagram doesn't really blow up too often. We're a new podcast. But I think there was like 140 likes on Instagram almost on a picture that we posted, which of course it had like Triple H on the cover and all that kind of stuff, but it was promoting our last podcast episode. So it's super crazy because we'd get like a handful of likes and now it's 140 and you know, it'll probably fluctuate until we get, you know, it's where we want to be, but I appreciate it. So uh, if you guys are any new visitors to the channel, welcome, welcome. And I hope you enjoyed my, uh, very random coffee talk. It's a thing I do on Wednesday nights. So, uh, <laughs> if you, if this is your first time, I'm so sorry <laughs> that you just got thrown into this and hopefully you didn't click away yet. So, uh, yeah, let's take a break from our, uh, sponsors. If you are looking to renovate your home or business, prime custom renovations has your back. Prime Custom Renovations offers many interior and exterior work for your home and or business in Illinois and Wisconsin. Now, depending on the size of the project, Prime Custom Renovations can fly out directly to you to get your project done. Now, if you use code WALKER, W-A-L-K-E-R, you can get an exclusive personal offer off of your project. You can reach them at pcrenovations2021 at gmail.com or give them a call at 224-908-8626. That is pcrenovations2021 at gmail.com or give them a call at 224-908-8626. And make sure to use that code WALKER to get your exclusive offer off of your project. Okay, so the first question that I got was, where would you be without professional wrestling? Where would you be if you didn't like it, if you didn't choose to continue with it, uh, if you, or if you never even knew about it and you kind of just had like an alternate life? Where would you be? Uh, so 
First, thank you guys for being curious. That's pretty cool. Um, where would I be? I would say, so I wrote a few things down here, uh, trying to come up with some ideas. First, the, the first thought is family. Uh, it's not a job. It, it kind of is a job, but you know what I'm saying? Like it's not a nine to five. It's not a career, uh, technically, uh, but family first. Uh, I'm a huge family guy. I, uh, right now I, I live with my, with my girlfriend who, you know, we've been together for, uh, since 2016. So we've been together since we were in high school and we're 23 now. Uh, she'll be turning 23 soon. Uh, so we, we have a house together. Uh, we bought some real estate, a uh, year back in February. Uh, we moved out together at 18 when I went to go train in Davenport. And then we moved back home to an apartment that we lived in for a couple of years. And then now we live in a house. So, you know, we're doing good. Uh, she just graduated college. I couldn't be happier. She's a psychology major. So uh, that's amazing. I have a dog. It's a, She's a golden doodle. Her name is Sophia. If you guys go to my Instagram account, at 99DeanWalker, I post mostly about my dog and not me. Uh, so you'll probably see her a lot. Um, I love her. You know, she's my uh, she's my little baby. You know what I'm saying? She's my little dog baby. So uh, pretty cool. She's uh, and golden doodles are very fucking tricky. They're very stubborn, but uh, but I love them. So uh, this is my first personal dog. I had a couple in the family, you know, growing up, but it's my first, you know, dog. And oh my god, it's a it's a it's a love hate type of feeling because like you don't want to see them go. Uh, you wish they would live forever, you know, be with you forever. It's, it's sad. Uh, to have a dog, I feel like, and I don't, I think after this one, I think I'll be done, I don't think I want another one, because I, I just can't, I just can't get that thought out of my head, that, you know, one day they won't be here, uh, so it's, it's just, it's sad shit, I'm not into it, if you guys are a dog, uh, person, or a dog lover, you probably understand, uh, but, yeah, family first, definitely, uh, my family actually lives, like, a couple streets away from me, my, where I grew up, uh, I bought a house <laughs> in the same neighborhood, uh, so that's kind of cool. Um, but, you know, I try to stay as close as I can with family. I, I, uh, as a teenager and growing up, I wasn't really, I, I, I didn't give a shit. I did as I wanted, when I wanted, and just didn't really focus on family too much. I focused on me. I didn't want to have a relationship. I didn't care about my family too much. I just wanted to do me, right? But I was a stubborn little shit. And as I got older, I started to appreciate my family a lot more and uh, kind of changed a little bit. So first, family, right? Um, and then I wrote down uh, music, which uh, music will be, it's, it's, a, it's a huge part of my life. I, I've always loved music, not just listening to it, but, you know, I love to, uh, I love to, I love to sing, you know, make songs. I wrote a lot of songs in the past. Uh, I wrote, I actually wrote a lot of songs when I stopped training, uh, after my neck injury, uh, I completed my training and all, but I had to take that break, try to, try to get my neck back to, uh, as close to a hundred percent as I can. And, you know, I was, I was back home. I had an apartment, uh, doing a day job with my girl and, you know, just writing music on the side. And I didn't really go to the gym too often. I didn't really do anything, man. I just, I just wrote music. I loved it. Actually, instead of having a coffee with my podcast, I would have a coffee with my uh, little notepad, uh, notebook, uh, pen, pencil, whatever, right? Maybe maybe have a little candle next to me, kind of get cozy, write some songs, and I enjoyed it. It's uh, 
I'm a big uh, music guy. I like all types of music. You'll if you if you go in the car with me or whatnot, and I'm playing my playlist. I have maybe a handful of country songs. I'm just gonna put it out there. Just a handful, not too many. Uh, that's something that I'm trying to get more into. But I do have a handful, so that's good. But I'll I'll have a I'll have a a pop song that you'll hear on the radio or a pop song from like back in the day, like uh, Backstreet Boys or, or Britney fucking Spears. Right. I'll, I'll have like some, like some like boy band pop song. You know what I'm saying? Like it'll go from that to, to, uh, to rap and hip hop. I'll, I'll have a lot of Drake. I have a lot of juice world. I have a lot of, uh, screamo rap. Uh, I have some little peep. I have, uh, many, many different, uh, categories of music. Uh, uh, let me, you know, I'm going to pull up my music right now. I'm going to pull up my music and see what's up. Let's see. Let's see my playlist. I have 1,193 pop songs. I have 89 punk songs, 1,315 rap and hip hop songs. I have some rock, uh, about like a hundred rock songs, uh, scream. That's, I just put these in categories. I just call it scream. Uh, it could be like screaming rap or screaming uh, rock and all that kind of shit, like screamo. I have about 40 of those. I have some soul music. Uh, one of my my top artists right now, I got 21 Savage, who I didn't get into at first until recently. Uh, and then it, it goes down to Alec Benjamin, which is like a, a pop singer, which is, you know, very different from 21 Savage. Uh, Backstreet Boys, because those, those are my boys, man. Uh, I grew up with them, so hate me if you want to hate on it go ahead go ahead and give me all the hate you can get because uh loud and proud uh bsb for life baby uh <laughs> i got some jack harlow juice world i got some uh, i got a little bit of sean mendez got a little bit of sean mendez i'm like i said i'm very versatile my music i don't give a fuck what you think uh because he's amazing i got some ski mask uh snot i've been into uh x all of them. I got a lot of lot of fucking random people in there. Uh, Quinn. Uh, what what's uh what's his name? X C I I. The fucking uh, what is that? Twenty. Twenty seven. I don't know. I got Quinn on there. I got. I'm trying to come up with a lot of. Uh, you know specific people, but man, it's uh, I got thousands of fucking songs on my app, man. I have. It's hard to keep up, but I have I have a lot of uh, people on there that I listen to. Uh, but yeah, music is a huge part of my life and you know, everybody loves some music, uh, but, oh, and also I, I have a lot of 50s stuff too, like Frank Sinatra and, uh, I have a lot of eighties music, seventies music, um, like seventies music, like Fleetwood Mac or the whispers, some Bee Gees, some Stevie wonder, some Rick James. The temptations are amazing. Uh, let's see, you got the 40s and 50s yeah 40s and 50s like frank sinatra got some elvis my god man i can make a whole episode just about music if you guys want me to do that that would be amazing the beatles of course um for the 80s i got a lot of like bon jovi uh a little bit of arithmetics um foreigner michael jackson of course queen police uh sydney lopper just a little bit uh thompson twins a little bit uh, tears for fears uh shit i have a lot of stuff um let's see let's see besides music personal trainer i wrote personal trainer down that's something that i would be 
okay doing. Uh, I got super into bodybuilding because I wanted to look the best I could for professional wrestling. And, you know, I fell in love with bodybuilding. I, I It's a love-hate relationship. I hate going to the gym, but once I'm there, I never want to leave type of thing. Uh, kind of like the shower. I never want to fucking go in the shower. Uh, I'm not saying I don't shower. I shower every day, uh, sometimes twice. But um, it's just like, I don't know. I just don't want to get in the shower. And then once I'm in there, I don't want to fucking get out. So it's kind of like that. Um, I have a personal gym in my house that I built, you know, with the gym floors, a couple machines, a couple uh, bench benches and some dumbbells and all that, and a punching bag for boxing. Uh, it's a lot. I have a, I have my own gym and I, it's even hard just to go downstairs to, to work out. So pretty crazy shit. Um, I'm thinking of filming some episodes in my personal gym. Maybe once we get our camera going and we start posting on YouTube. So that'll be kind of cool. I can, uh, become a gym vlogger, right? Would you guys like that? Become one of the bros, huh? Um, maybe give you guys some tips and shit. I used to sell like some books, some like workout books, like for certain people. I wouldn't just make something basic and try to, you know, help some guys in my wrestling team or uh, my high school and all that kind of shit. So that was pretty cool. Um, firefighter. This didn't happen until after I trained for wrestling as well. Uh, because I love the whole like being a cop or being a firefighter thing. It's like a respectable job for the most part, uh, unless you're a dirty cop. And I don't want to get into all that shit because, uh, you know, the world's kind of, um, the world's interesting right now. But, uh, you know, I feel like being a cop is a little too much because you morally have to be like, well, I know this person is broke, needs to feed their family, but they stole. So do I risk losing my job and let them go? Or do I, you know, take them in and charge them, right? I I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can be strong enough to just kind of put my feelings to the side. I think I would have too much feeling for it uh, because I, I understand, you know, I have empathy for people, uh, believe it or not, even though sometimes I seem like a jackass. Uh, <laughs> but firefighting, man, I think, uh, I think that's something I would have gotten into if it wasn't for wrestling as well because... I want, I want to help people. I want a job that helps others. And right now I drive a truck and do a certain job. I try not to get too much into my personal life, as you know, but, uh, you know, I, I help, you know, I, I bring, you know, things from one place to another. I help the world kind of go around a little bit, uh, cause that's an important job. And I, you know, never thought I would do that. Uh, but I do. And it's, uh, it's a little tough sometimes, but I know I'm doing at least kind of, some like I'm, I'm helping at least at least a little bit right uh so that's just something i uh want to do is just be helpful i feel like being a firefighter is super super helpful but i didn't know you had to be like an emt at first that is a lot worse in my opinion because uh it's it's something that uh you have to have a very strong stomach for which i think i do but i don't think i can watch people die every day uh, being a firefighter, of course, not you. You know, going into it, you're gonna help try to save them, and so I mean, with an EMT as well, I guess. But it's it's a little different. I feel like a firefighter, you try to you know get them out of the situation before it gets worse, for the for the most part, uh, rather than an EMT where something did happen 
and now you're trying to save them, which is a great job as well. I just don't know if I have the stomach for it. I, I guess that's what I'm saying. I just don't know if I can handle that on my conscience. A firefighter is just as tough, except I feel like you you watch a lot less people die in front of you, if that makes any sense. Uh, I feel like it's not as... Uh, I, don't, I don't know how to explain it. I don't want to make one sound easier than the other, but I'm just trying to say, I guess... I don't know. That's just one of them seems a lot easier for me to do than the other to where I'd be a little bit more uncomfortable with the other one. It's just the way I'm just the way I am. I'm not saying one's better than the other one's tougher than the other, but that's just so when I when I found out how to be an EMT first, it kind of put me off a little bit. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. And I would be taking a huge pay cut, which I'm not doing, you know, firefighting or helping people for the money, so to speak, right? You're, you're trying to be helpful and make a difference. But I also can't take a pay cut and not be able to pay my bills. Uh, I think they get paid like half as much as I do starting uh, for, you know, starting out at least as a firefighter. And that's just, it's it's a little tough. Um, I, in the same kind of category, not police, but I would love to be a detective. Uh, I've, Oh my God. Like I, I grew up wanting to be a detective so fucking bad if it wasn't for wrestling. Right. And, uh, I have an eye for things. Uh, I have a little bit of a weird memory when it comes to looking around the room and trying to see things and trying to figure out things. And ever since I was a little kid, I'd be able to like look around the room and see what was missing or see what was moved. And I'd be able to like kind of envision a little story of what happened because I would see like, oh, well, the wrinkles in the carpet show that they were walking this way. And I can see that the book is gone. So they must be uh, they must have stole my book. So then I go to my friend and be like, did you take my book for my room? And he'd be like, how'd you know? Right. Because the thing was full of dust. But I'm like, I pay attention or I noticed that one thing was uh, moved slightly. So then I went to uh, follow those tracks and I noticed this was moved slightly and this was moved slightly and then it led me to this and now it's gone. So where's my game? Where's my video game or something like that? I'm not saying my friends are thieves. This is just an example. <laughs> I would say, my, <laughs> I guess I would say I would need new friends if they were stealing that much shit from me. But, but yeah, I mean, being a detective is something I've always wanted to do. I'm very, very interested in it. Uh, but I did not want to be a cop and not hating on cops. Like I said, morally, I don't know if I can be a cop way too many uh, moral questions with myself where I'd have to be like, oh, I want to let you go, but fuck man. You know what I'm saying? Like that kind of thing. So I don't think I can do it. Detective is kind of the same except, you know, I would do kind of a crime that you should be charged for. Uh, rather than a petty crime that I feel like I would just want you to like just straighten up and kind of get the fuck out of here type of thing. Like get the fuck out of the store, straighten up, stop doing that shit, do better versus like a gruesome murder. And I'm like, ah, uh, yeah, you probably need to go to jail. You know what I'm saying? Like that's kind of crossing the line a little bit to where I think I'd be okay helping. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I think I have an eye for it. I love trying to figure shit out. One of my favorite games as a kid was Clue. Or uh, I would watch a lot of detective shows. Um, and just, I don't know, it's something I'm interested in, man. And I just, uh, I love figuring shit out. Also, they have like board games at the store now. You can get, uh, it's like a one-time game, which is kind of crappy, of course, because it's one use. But it's like uh, you look at detective, uh, you're, you're a detective and you look at you know, paperwork and all this kind of sh uh, shit. So 
that's fun. I've done it a few times, found it out pretty quickly because I'm the greatest detective of, of all time. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just fucking. But but yeah, that's uh, something. Uh, coffee shop owner. I love coffee, as you know. Uh, I want to go into philosophy. I was thinking about taking like some courses to go into philosophy and getting like a PhD, hopefully in the future and all that kind of shit. I never really went. To, I never went to college yet. Never got into it. I'm 23 now. It's never too late, but I don't think that's the path for me. But I want to be a philosopher, a psychologist. You know, my girl is a psychologist now, and uh, I've been with her throughout the whole thing, of course. And psychology really interests me. I had a lot of mental health issues as a kid and as a teenager, especially. And I think that's kind of like trying to learn about myself, learn about my brain and stuff. I got really into it. And uh, I had a lot of ideas of why these things may happen after learning about shit. So I felt like I could make a make an, a little a bit of an impact, at least in the psychology world, right? Uh, maybe be a therapist or just something, right? Um, this, this one is a little different. Uh, agriculture, like being like a farmer and shit like that. I love being outside and you know, getting my hands dirty and working hard. Uh, very random, I know. Uh, if you listen to last week's episode, I guess if I was the farmer, I would be drinking the Folgers in the morning uh, <laughs> from the last week's coffee talk. Uh, but being a farmer or interior design or architecture, I was I I'm a kind of guy that I just want to do everything. Uh, I wanna I want to do so so much in the world. Uh, there's you know I want to do acting. I want to be. Uh, you know, like on film, like movies or a show or something like that. I love acting. It's part of professional wrestling. So, of course, I kind of like that part, too. Um, it's just something I never really got into or really craved enough to where I needed to go and do it type of thing. But, you know, if wrestling takes off and I get some like, deals on my desk where it's like, hey, here's a script. You want to do it? I would take a look and I'd be a little excited about it. I feel like I could do some uh, action shit. I don't think I'm going to be the next rock. I don't think anybody can be the next rock, but I can try. Uh, that'd be really uh, interesting, I guess. So that's that's uh, that's where I would be without um, professional wrestling. So we are going to take another break before we get into my journals. Uh, I don't think we have another uh, sponsor, but if we do, you'll hear it. If not, we'll move on to the next uh, part of this episode. So hang tight. All right, welcome back. Welcome back. We are going to be doing the... Uh, the final part of the episode, which is the training journal uh, part, which I mentioned earlier, this is night number three. So I'm going to pull that up and we're going to get right into night three of my training with Seth Rollins. Uh, let's see here. I guess I should have pulled this up during the sponsor break, which I don't think we even have a sponsor for this episode besides the first one. But still, we got to keep that slot open. Also, with keeping the slot open, I just I do want to say a uh, thank you again from everyone who uh, for everyone who did check out our podcast and listen to it. Uh, we kind of had like a semi we like a we we blew up uh, like we had like a small blow up to where we kind of got a lot of viewers out of nowhere, which is super interesting. But uh, because we had so many viewers, uh, we actually we were able to reach the the Spotify deal type of thing uh, with them to where we can, you know, they'll give us scripts. We can read some more sponsors uh, on the show. 
so that's really fucking cool. Uh, the more the more viewers, the better. That means we get the more sponsors, we get uh, better revenue, and we can you know focus on the podcast full time. You know, if it blows up enough, then we can you know ditch the day jobs. We can uh, focus on the podcast. Uh, you know, a hundred percent, which would be better content for everyone. A lot more things to offer. We we want to try to get merch in. Uh, sooner rather than later so uh pretty cool shit uh i just wanted to thank you guys for that because now that door opened even more because i was uh getting sponsors by myself but now that they would just be handing us scripts you know through my email really really cool so thank you spotify for that uh but all right let's get into wednesday uh september 13th 2017 night three my first time bumping in the ring all right uh, I walked into training wearing a sweatshirt. Huge mistake because that shit was hot as hell and made me sweat like crazy. We did our daily warm-up. Today consisted of burpees, air squats, and running. Typical warm-up, but this time just more than last. So we probably just did more reps than the last time or more sets of it or ran longer. Uh, I took my first back bump and the first one shook me up a little bit. Uh, it didn't hurt at all, but it definitely wasn't what was I. Uh, it definitely wasn't what I was expecting. It was a lot firmer than I thought it would be. Uh, I expected it to be softer, but it ended up uh, being harder than I thought. So when I slammed down, it shocked me, but I was fine. Uh, nothing to worry about. Doing my first bump wasn't hard, but it just wasn't mentally. Oh, I see what I was saying. But it was mentally hard to trust my body to slam onto something. Okay, so your body... So this is just a side note. I think what I'm trying to say is it's uh, it's different than jumping onto a, a mattress or a trampoline or whatever the hell I did as a kid to try to prepare myself, right? I was trying to learn how to take the bumps by, t- you know, putting my back, f- uh, you know, flat on the ground, tucking my neck, that kind of thing. But, you know, just looking at a ring and being like, yeah, I got to slam down onto it. You kind of got to get into your mindset that you'll be fine because your body's mindset is to protect itself. So, of course, like you don't want to fall and uh, you don't want to fall odd, you know, to where then you will hurt yourself. So it's kind of it's more mentally difficult than it is actually like uh, difficult to hit the mat because it really doesn't hurt. Uh, It's not supposed to hurt. It just kind of shocks you a little bit at first until you get used to it. Um, it might hurt some. I guess some may be uh, maybe more sensitive than others, but for me, it didn't hurt at all. I was I was cool with it. It just kind of kind of woke me up. You know, I was like jumping into a cold pool. So, uh, all right, moving on. We did all different variations of bumps, which I did pretty good at, especially the front flip bump. We had to do a front flip bump and land flat on our backs, and I did mine, and Seth Rollins yelled, Oh, yeah, perfect. Uh, <laughs> and he didn't say any other really compliments to anyone else about their bumps, so of course I took that very personal, and I was pretty happy about it. Um, it felt great having Seth cheer uh, really only for me while I was in the ring. It meant a lot. He tends to concentrate on me the most from what I'm noticing because I'll try to watch him as others are doing their shit and he doesn't really focus. But for some reason, he kept looking over at me and I was like, I guess that's a good thing. Uh, But then we had to do this thing where one person starts in the ring and had to do 16 rolls and 16 left rolls. Uh, 
Oh, I'm sorry. 16 right rolls and 16 left rolls. That's where you put, you know, your right hand up and you roll onto your back versus kind of just like a like a front roll. It's like a side roll. So we had to do 16 of each. Wow, 16. Jesus, I probably was dizzy. Um, uh, while the other people were waiting outside of the ring, we had to hold kettlebells. And if we put them down while someone was in the ring, we got a tally. Uh, a tally mark next to our name. And those showed how many burpees and lunges we had to do at the end of class. Uh, so that's pretty fucking crazy to do all that. Um, I got picked to hold the heaviest weight, probably because I stood out. Um, and that was a 75 pound kettlebell on each arm, right? Uh, maybe because I was doing well, that's, uh, that's why they gave me more weight. My hands and forearms were completely fucked because 75 pound, a 75 pound dumbbell, I'm sorry, a kettlebell is really fucking heavy, but to hold two of them on each side of your fucking hand, like that's, that's insane. I think it was two. I think it was on each side. I, I can, I imagine it was on both. Um, my hands ended up torn and bleeding by the end of it because we had about like 10 or 12 people or some shit in our class and to have them do 16 side rolls on each side took a minute. So for your turn to pop up, it could be like a fucking hour, right? It took a long fucking time, especially because everyone was new. They were going slow and we were, we were all like, come on, man, hurry the fuck up. Do your, (laughs) do your shit. But if you didn't do it right, of course you had to kind of like stop, you know, fix it and do it again so it took a minute it was a it was a pretty fucking harsh ass thing i dropped mine a few times and you know they were doing tally marks like i said and then we had to do like the amount of like burpees and lunges and shit for a workout afterwards for how much we dropped it they fucked you up man they did a lot of shit uh it's it's crazy um but i loved it man it was uh it was it was a lot of work but i loved it so uh, I came there to wrestle, to learn as much as I can in the ring. I didn't come to play games like that, which will tear my hands up, but I kept going and I didn't quit. So I was a little bit angry at the time. I wasn't really into it, of course. It pissed me off that I was doing all that shit because I thought, you know, I, I want to focus more on character work, bumping, uh, selling, and that stuff we'll get into later on, like it comes later on. But first, they just wanted to kind of beat the shit out of you to see, you know, how strong you are, how much you wanted this type of thing. They wanted to weed everybody out, uh, which I, I completely understand after the fact. But in the fact, man, I was not happy. I was not happy at all. Um, so then afterwards, uh, we talked with the trainers and Seth as well. Um, when I talk to him, it always brings back my motivation, no matter how beat up mentally or physically I am because talking to him is really cool uh he makes me remember why I came here in the first place and he gets me excited for what's yet to come uh after everything I feel fine I just wish my hands weren't so messed up because uh I'm sorry after everything I felt fine I just wish my hands weren't so messed up because I have to go to the CrossFit class tomorrow morning uh because we have to do three a week and I've only gone once this week, so I have to go tomorrow, uh, another day down, and I can't wait to see what's next tomorrow. So that is interesting. That's number three, entry number three. So uh, yeah, a lot of fucking work, man. Wrestling is not easy. 
they will beat you up and you have to just stand back up and say, yes, please, one more. And then they'll fucking knock you down again and you have to stand back up and say, yes, please, another more. You felt like you were kind of at boot camp a little bit uh, to be the strongest, hardest working, most capable, greatest professional wrestler that you can be uh, slash I guess slash sports entertainer because, uh, you know, we did character work, sport, uh, sorry, uh, promos and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, of course, you know, you got to do that to be a wrestler, but I'm just being funny, you know, sports entertainer slash professional wrestler, whatever you want to call us. Uh, Seth tried teaching us as much as he can from WWE to kind of prep us in case we do want to go to the performance center or do want to go to NXT, that kind of shit. So, uh, pretty cool. So, that's my night three. Uh, I hope you guys fucking enjoyed that. Uh, I know at the time I didn't, but looking back on it, it's cool shit. Uh, it's it's great to have. Uh, I'm really, really happy I actually like wrote down every night there of training. Uh, I, I there, there are parts of these things where I'm not going to get super, super into detail because I don't want to give, give away what they're doing at training. Uh, they don't want it to come out because that's kind of like you pay uh, for your, your training. Uh, it's like, it's like a school. It's like, it's like a, it's like a little college course, right? It would be, it'd be messed up if I gave you guys every single detail of what they do. Uh, I don't even think I'm allowed to do that. So I give as much as I can before it becomes too much, but yeah, we took some bumps. We held some kettlebells on the outside and we kind of did some uh, workouts. That's, that's really all I can say for that night. Uh, I had to skip through a lot because I I know that it probably isn't good to give away any secrets. But yeah, so that's uh, that's what we did generally on the third day. So pretty cool shit. Um, I think I think that's about that about wraps it up. This was a long episode. I feel like Wednesday Night Walker doesn't usually go this long, but my intro, I think it's usually like what, five to ten minutes, and my intro this week was like what like fifteen twenty minutes. Jesus Christ. You know what? You know what a long episode calls for? Do you know what a long episode needs at the end of it? A nice little coffee sip. Hey everyone, this is Dean Walker, and if you're listening to this, that means you have reached the end of today's episode. Uh, Whether you're listening to Marking Out, where I'm sure Neil Thomas and Cordell were probably talking a little too much, or if you were listening to my own episode, Wednesday Night Walker, on Wednesday nights at 5pm, I just wanted to thank you guys so much for, you know, giving our podcast a, a chance, giving our podcast a listen, and while you're here, if you can give us a rating and a written review, it greatly helps out the podcast. We are on Instagram at MarkingOutPod, and we're also on Twitter at PodMarkingOut, where Neil Thomas and Cordell just cannot get enough of giving their opinions on the wrestling world, so they tweet constantly. So go ahead and give that a follow. Uh, They're pretty entertaining. I'm not a really big social media guy, but you can follow me at 99DeanWalker on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Cordell, he's a little bit better than me. Uh, He's at Cordell Ponson. Uh, on Instagram and 
if you don't have a Twitter or an Instagram or anything like that and you want to reach us, you can email us at askmarkingout, askmarkingout at gmail.com. Now, you can give us a question, you can give us a story, you can give us really anything that you want to be read out loud on the podcast and have us kind of like talk about it or answer it or whatever the case may be. Go ahead and do that. Um, and good news, if you are a visual type of person to where you want to watch the podcast, uh, we have a YouTube so if you want to hit the link down in our description, it can send you right to our uh, right to our YouTube where you can subscribe, and our videos will be posted shortly because we are in a uh, we are construction constructing the studio for for uh, marking out, which will be in Neil Thomas's Batcave, and then Wednesday Night Walker with myself in my own personal studio. So. Either one uh, would be really cool, uh, whether you want to do YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all of it, email us, anything that you want to do. This podcast is uh, really special to us and it's growing at a, a pretty good pace. And, you know, I just, uh, I also want to thank the guys, Cordell and Neil for, you know, being there. All jokes aside, they're, they're fantastic guys. And I could not imagine doing this podcast with anybody else. So thank you guys so much for checking out today's episode. This is Dean Walker signing off.